live from an airport in San Diego. It's the Section 109 Podcast. What's up, friends? Uh, and first of all, apologies for the background noise, but we're probably not going to be able to podcast, so we figured we would uh, just make one happen. Um, so, Matthew, uh, yesterday we were podcasting at the pool. Not even a humble brag, just a brag. Uh, two days ago, wasn't it? It was Tuesday. Was it, uh, okay. I blame the seltzers. Um, <laughs> we yesterday, yesterday was game day, and we were talking about how big of a game yesterday's game against Albion was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a massive game. Um, arguably one of the bigger games in, I think, regular season history for the club. Um, definitely in, in professional history in the regular season. Um, the, the stakes were pretty high. Uh, an Albion win would have put them second in the table above us. Um, and us winning, spoiler alert, 2-1, uh, us beating Albion yesterday, forced Albion all the way down into fourth, and we are now fairly comfortably in second place. Yeah, and so we have some tough games coming up, and we have some big games coming up, and every game matters with points per game now, and with there, it being a single table, because we want to get that, one of those top two places, instead of only being one team that can realistically compete with us for that, that home field advantage in the, the bye, uh, there's now three teams that can compete with us, essentially. Yeah. So I think that this win was not only huge, but mathematically, like it just demonstrates to be one of the bigger regular season games we've, we've played in our professional career. Um, I would have taken, if you asked me how to get four points on this trip, this was how to get four points. Uh, the draw the draw against Cali United was good, but beating Albion, and well, more importantly, Albion taking zero points, and us taking three at the same time, huge deal for us. Yes, especially because we're mathematically we're not going to catch Cal unless they just Correct. lose every single game and we win every single game or something like that. They're, they're pretty far ahead. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't disagree there. So let's talk about the match briefly, <coughs> and, uh, and then we'll... Yeah, let's talk about the match. Yeah, so the match finishes um, 2-1 for uh, CFC. It did not start out uh, particularly bright. I think we came out a little flat. Um, and, and I'll give a couple reasons why I think that happened. Number one, we're traveling. It's It was hot. Uh, oh, it was brutal. It they, was brutal out there. They talked about uh, ever since we got to California, everyone's been complaining about the heat wave. And to be honest, until yesterday, it was not that hot. Um, yesterday was pretty hot and right in the sun. So that, that certainly that played a role, though I don't think it was that hot. Uh, what I do think played a role was the field had had a game played on it three hours before, and it was rough. And we play on the ground, and we play pretty smooth, and it was tough to play that way. Now, I'm not saying that was made up for all of our poor touches and all of our not being on the same page, which happened a bit. That was our own. That was our own fault. But there was added complication of the ball bouncing. You saw a ton of bad first touches and just, like, skipping balls because that field was a bit rough in the first half. In the first half. Yeah. Um, I'll, also, I'll, I think we just we just came out a little flat and a little, like, disjointed in the first half. And then for the amount of disjointed we were and the kind of the amount of poor we were in the first half and giving up a goal early, not really giving up a lot else, like some, like, danger-adjacent stuff, but no other big chances. But, you know, we gave up a goal, one nothing, and really, while we had some dangerous moments, we weren't, like... We were not. We were not creating any. We created no big chances. In the first Honestly, half. we we did not have nearly enough forays into the attacking third in the first half. I thought. I thought Albion's game plan was good. I thought they they came out. They possessed the ball on us. They forced us to run. I thought their midfield was very very effective against us. Oh, I'll, I'll and, and and like oftentimes they were able to keep possession uh, in our in our defensive half, um, and just made and just made things 
really hard for us to get out and, eat, and to try to even play our, our game. I'll and go one step further. I think that they they had the best game plan anyone's had against us in that first half. Um, now it didn't. It it only created one goal, but they were danger adjacent, and they Tough. kept and they kept the ball. And our press was ineffective, and our defense was consistently being pressured. Now we we made the plays we needed to to only keep it one nothing, but that's not the CFC has dictated the game in every game they have played this season. Everyone adjusts to us for better or for worse. We do not adjust to other teams. We do not game plan at least visibly for other teams. We play our game, and you must adjust to us. And in this game, Albion had a very, very, very good plan against us. And we were not dictating the game in that first half. Um, it was a pretty even, like, possession, I would say, thing. But they were more dangerous than we were in that first half. They had the goal. And going into halftime, uh, I think we were feeling pretty negative. Yeah, I was I was definitely feeling, feeling pretty negative at the half. I, I just didn't think we were – I didn't think we were great. I uh, – was not going to be surprised if there were changes made at halftime, both tactically and uh, in terms of personnel. And uh, it just kind of felt like one of those games where it wasn't going to roll our way. Yeah, yeah. At halftime. And coming out in the second half, uh, Brett Jones gets subbed on for, for Damian Rodriguez. And uh, right away, uh, you can tell that something happened in the locker room, whether it was, uh, whether it was a bit of motivation, whether it was a bit of uh, tactical adjustment, something, something was different coming out in the second half. I think and I think there was a lot different in the second half. I'm not. I need to go back and rewatch and see what actually was different. I think we were playing more narrow. I think Taylor was a lot more tucked in in the second half. But I don't know what that means or if that was just how the game state went. But we we stopped attacking up the the same side that the goal came down from the right back Hanson who crossed it over for them. Um, that same side we stopped attacking so aggressively down that side and we attacked a lot more down our uh, our our right side our right side and their left side and once we did that in the second half everything kind of clicked and it wasn't just that one thing it had to be several different things but the we were on the same page finally the ball the passes started clicking and we were dangerous immediately with Marcus drawing a penalty in what the 47 yeah he drew one I think the goal scored in the or no, he, he drew a penalty in the thing in the forty seventh. Uh, like just, that. just a great ball, kind of in behind, and he basically turns on the center back, and, uh, and and the center back just takes him takes him out and audibly kicks his foot. Thank yeah. goodness there was no fan. I mean, there was a few fan, there was a few fans there. I don't want to say Albion had nobody because like the bleachers were yeah, their they, bleachers were like, reasonably people. full. But like you know, and, and maybe in another game you get unlucky because the the referee maybe can't hear it. Uh, maybe you could see it. I didn't see it. I, I heard it. I was, like, turning my head. But I could see the play happening, and then I, you heard the kick. Like, you yeah, heard the yeah, feet it, meet it was, it was as, Mar- as Marcus tried to go. And, like, it just made it really clear that it was a penalty. Yeah. And, of course, Marcus buries it. Goalkeeper goes the right way, and it didn't matter. Yeah, Mar- Roach Marcus, had no chance. Marcus's penalty was fantastic. Uh, I mean, that's his, that's his sixth penalty of the, of the year in the league play for us. He's earned four of them. Uh, it's just, I mean, fantastic, fantastic game for Marcus, I think. He was involved in build-up in the second half a lot. Um, and I, and I, think, I think he was pretty invisible in the first half uh, when we were struggling to put passes together. thought he was really, really good in the second half. And uh, in, in, in build-up and in, in possession play, we were, we were able to just start dictating the game. And as soon as, as, soon as his PK went in, uh, you could just feel there was momentum. And it didn't take long. Um, 
I've heard exactly where it was. Um, about about five minutes later, Alex came through on like a little give and go. Oh, that it, sma- he, it smashed one, and the guy cleared it off the line. He well, he ends up heading it from real close. So it's like a give and go. I think twice, maybe it's like a bam, 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 bam type of thing. But it's just, just I think I think he headed it down and then and then like kicked it, um, and it was bouncing. And, and last man cleared it off the line. Either um, way, it's right there. Yeah, yeah, there's a head involved, like right on the line on a give and go. And it's, I don't, I don't remember, you may have been the last kick or the last, or it was headed down. Regardless, it was cleared off the line. Yeah. Um, and, then, and, and then it was just a few minutes later when we get more, a little bit more combination play from the right side. Uh, yeah, Taylor, 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 who had, Taylor who had switched to the right side and Brett to the left side. We've seen Brett at right wing most of the season. But we saw a lot of Brett Jones at left wing last, last season. Year. But we hadn't seen that this year. And this, in the second half, well, first of all, in the first half, it didn't work. Quite, but the, the winger switched after the first uh, hydration break. Yes. The winger switched. Damien and Taylor switched sides. So Taylor went from the left to the right, and Damien went from the right to the left. And, like, we had little bits of success, but nothing that mattered, nothing consequential. And in the second half, when Brett came in for Damien, he just he still stayed out left where Damien had been out left. And Taylor stayed out right, which, again, is not the normal um, MO for Taylor. Or not that he couldn't play there, but we just haven't seen it. And... He's the one who holds the ball up in the box. He has possession. On that play, we're actually recycling it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. And we probably had seriously like 10 touches in the box. Because on I mean, he received the ball, I think, three separate times on that play in the box. And took a touch or two and then passed it back out. We just kept sustaining possession. And then either – I can't remember how, quite how it recycles or if we turn it over and then we get it right back. But either way, he's now at the corner of the box. Tate's overlapping. He plays the ball in. Tate crosses it. Alex McGrath header, beautiful near post header that ends up far post. He's cutting near post. Yeah, he just heads he, far he, post. he just has a, a good glancing header. It's exactly what you're supposed to do when you're in McGrath's position. Come straight um, over to us. Big group of Chad Hooligans there. There was um, twelve of us plus coaches, uh, Mrs. Coach, and two kids. And then uh, Brett Jones, I think, brought about ninety people as he <laughs> does to every California game. Now, but there was like uh, about six six or eight people there for him. Shout out Papa Stratton as well. Shout out Papa Stratton was there as well. Who else was there? Another a gentleman from um, that was an Atlanta United fan that just happened to be um, yeah. around. Was, yeah, he was in the. He lives in the Bay Area. Um, no, it, it was fantastic. <coughs> it was great goal. Uh, great team goal. Great response from the, from the boys. And then there, were, you saw them with a two-one lead. Uh, they were pretty. Take, de- they they took, were pretty deflated. Yeah. Well, Albion certainly was deflated, and then they got a, a second, second yellow card issued to one of their center backs not long after. Yeah. So it was a pretty physical game and, and a pretty chippy game there towards the end. And that, yeah, that double, the second yellow to get a red, it it did change things. And we, for about ten minutes there, we pushed real hard for a third, and we just couldn't quite, couldn't quite get it. And and I and I think you saw a noticeable a noticeable <laughs> shift once we were not once we just couldn't get that third goal, uh, and Albion made a bunch of subs to, to kind of try to change the game and, and put some better legs on. Yeah, they made they made five subs. Um, and and I think you saw a noticeable shift among us, recognizing how valuable those three points were, and understanding that you can get a third goal if you want, but you also can just defend with your life. Well, you can and, do both. And one of we just got to be more conservative. Maybe for the first time since Memphis. Uh, I thought you saw us like really hunker down and and just defend um, and, and try to get out when we could, try to get on the break when we could. But be safe, keep but, bodies but back. The, Not be so open in midfield yeah. and have our have our two tens or our two eights, whatever you want to call them, way up the field and our wingers way up the field and get our midfield get left. Yeah, yeah. I um... and so I think I do think they had a couple little dangerous moments, including one in particular where Malongo cut in and. 
and had a, had a shot that was terrifying. But in general, yeah. they didn't create actual big chances to end the game except for that one. Um, and that was kind of a broken play, a little bit of a bad bounce, and then him cutting in on three different guys and just you know being a very good player. But other than that one big chance and then um, Jeffrey Otu subbing in <laughs> who, from Metro Louisville, and we, who we played three times now this year on three different teams. First on Valley United, then at Metro Louisville last week, and now on Albion this week, which is interesting. That's, it's bonkers. I just, it's, yeah, it's, there's it's, just nothing to say that's about that That's just one. so Nisa. Um, <laughs> other than him subbing in and me being terrified about that since he just scored against us last week, I think we really just held held the wall, held the you know held the door, whatever you want to call it, and we just shut it. We, yeah. didn't, we did not give up big chances, and the game was never in doubt from a um, – like if they had scored, it would have been against the run of play. It would have been like it would have felt like a surprise. So we closed it up, finished it off, and which is exactly what we didn't do against Cal United. Yes. Um, and I'm not here to criticize Cal United result. I think two two is still a very good result away from home against the team that's first in standing in the standings. But I think you maybe you saw actually a little bit of growth from the Cal United game. Exactly. Where yes. we didn't close up as well um, tactically, I don't think, against Cal United. We were still really open, and that's one of the reasons we scored, got scored on the second goal to tie it up against Cal. And this game, we just didn't. We fixed that. Yeah. Uh, four points coming home from California. Big. Uh, I mean, every match at, at this point, at the juncture of the season, is big. Uh, but LA Force coming into town. Uh, they've not had a great run of results recently. Uh, I'm terrified. Uh, but they're like... Because they, are all, they, have, they seem to have our number. And, and they're going to have a bunch of good players. They might have added, they might have added new players that aren't quite know. that aren't quite on the same page yet. Uh, that might suddenly get on the same page on Saturday. So it'll be a tough game. Um, boys will be flying home uh, today, just like we are. So short rest, uh, long travel. It'll be it'll be a fight. But I hope this is some good momentum to take back to. Uh, the remaining what four five games of the regular season? Yeah, and just to to recap too, we realistically this was the best results we could have hoped for. Sure, six points would be the best, but four points beating Cal United or I'm sorry, tying Cal United, learning from that and getting better and actually beating Albion. That's the best thing for our playoff hopes, as you said at the beginning. And I am super super excited for Saturday. And you know we need to keep this positive run of results going and get a win on uh, get a win on Saturday. Yeah. Nothing nothing further to add. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, sorry, everybody, for the background noise. Hopefully the airport isn't too, uh, isn't too loud in the background here. And we will catch up with everybody next week. See ya.